It's Luke and Naomi. <laughs> Welcome to episode 46. We're getting old. Episode 40. Slowly counting down to 50, and then we'll see what happens from there. I like it. I say that, like, you know, mysteriously, like something's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen, but episode 50, that's all. I was wondering if you had something planned so, that I don't know anything about. Maybe. We'll see. Who knows? It's mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks away. Yeah. You got time to make some plans. Calendar math is hard, too. It is. Uh, good review coming up, too. Uh, we went and, and got all artsy-fartsy on you. I was going to ask you if that was an artsy-fartsy movie. What because you, I mean, you, you, I well, mean, now the I think coming it later, is. But yeah, you know, what do you think? No, yeah. but before I didn't think so. Uh, yeah, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. We decided to go... And I took a good nap. And <laughs> I thought you were falling asleep no, no, over there. I, I actually stayed away. It's been a long time since I've seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I mean, yeah. I had a hard time remembering the last time I actually saw it. Oh, okay. I really don't know. But I know I've seen it before because yeah. all of that. But that's coming up in a little bit. Uh, the uh, answers to last week's question. I'm excited for this. The oldest thing in your kitchen you still use. Bonus points to everybody who answered as well. Except because, for Snowman. Why? Because Snowman said his yeah, wife. Snowman found a way to sneak some stuff in there. Ah, okay. Uh, right. But bonus points, like I said, if it's uh, something other than your spouse. So bonus points to pretty much everybody who answered. We got two answers on Spotify. Are you serious? Yeah. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Yes. Uh, Snowman gets half a bonus point back because one of them was him. Ah, I see. I see. So uh, that's what's going on there. So last week... We were talking about the coronation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. King Charles, right? I didn't butcher that. I'm so afraid I'm going to say the wrong name for some reason. I, I'm really afraid of saying King Richard. Why? I really like uh, Robin Hood, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, so we asked, we asked Brian if they did anything for the coronation and whatnot. And I also was talking about the... Uh, there's a, a British drinking song that was used as the tune for our national anthem. I almost forgot how to say that. Wow. Um, our national anthem. Is it Monday for you? Absolutely. So, To Anacreon in Heaven is, is the name of the song. Okay. And so, A, I got it correct. According to Brian, anyway. And B, he sent me the song. Oh, so you got to hear it. We listened to it. That, uh, by the way, was what I was playing uh, before okay. we started rolling, if you if you didn't realize that. I didn't. I um, completely forgot that we had talked a little bit about that last week. Um, but I did hear the tune of the Star Spangled Banner in the song that you had played. But I didn't realize that that was a British drinking song. Yep, that's right. So uh, Today know, I learned. But Francis Scott Key, right? Yes. Is the one who wrote. Yes, yes. Please God, tell me that I've got I've oh, gotten gosh. those. Don't of ask correct. me questions like that. <laughs> so you know, look, I'm not in school anymore. They I, were all uh, old British people during the time, so that's where he got the song. All right. And he's like, you know what? Nobody's ever going to remember this. And somebody did until several years later. Yeah, several. No math. No. Not doing it. Everybody at work, by the way, knows that I don't do math. Also. I would hope so. At least by now, they should know that you don't do math. It's it's uh, becoming more and more convenient because they'll be like, hey, what? Never mind. And well, it's yeah. just, okay. I'm Why even it. waste their time? Yep, that's right. Keep going. You'd have the wrong answer anyway. Keep moving along. So, uh, Brian says the coronation was great. 
If you don't know, if you're new to the show, Brian from England is actually in England. That's why we call him Brian from England. Yeah. So uh, he says the coronation was great. His girlfriend Hazel came over and uh, they watched it live on TV. It was fantastic. Okay. He said they had coronation chicken and later some coronation pies. Now, is that a special recipe, Brian, or do you just call everything coronation whatever you had? Right. Like, That's. I was kind of curious. Like, is it a special kind of chicken or is it just chicken that you ate during the event? Because I'm going to do that now with everything that I, you know, whatever it is. I'm going to pick a, a holiday. Or, Memorial Day hamburgers? Or I was thinking 4th of July. Oh, okay. Or, you know, presidential stuff. But, you know, politics is terrible. So I don't even want to go down that road. Yeah. But, you know, election day chicken, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Election day spaghetti. There you go. I like that. Election day spaghetti. 4th of July hot dogs. That's already a thing, though. It is. But... <laughs> Yeah, so coronation chicken and some coronation pies. I really want to know, is that a special recipe or is it just a special name for the special day? His parents, he says, had another street party. If you're new again, uh, they anytime they have these big events over yonder, there's big old block parties. Yeah. And uh, they didn't get to go this time. They had a barbecue, though. Lots of homemade puddings on uh, on that Sunday. But he says it wasn't able to go because they live close to London, he says, and uh, the highways. Or just impossible to travel. What in Brian's words, the motorways would have been gridlocked. I like it. I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. it did not need to be paraphrased. I like. Uh, I like the, the the subtle differences mm-hmm. in our language. Very cool. But yeah, so uh, they they definitely went all out and had the parties. And sounds uh sounds like it would have been a, a pretty neat thing to witness in person. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, other than that. We ain't got much going on. We're living vicariously through our listeners. That's right. We don't do anything anymore. Day at the beach this weekend. We did do that. Um, and just for fun, another situation where, you know, we've got our space nice and spaced out. There's plenty of room at the beach. Somebody comes up and almost right on top of us. Yeah. And of course, it's a family of eight, nine people. Yeah. And more socks in the sand. I just, <laughs> every damn time. I, that I don't understand. I um, I was okay with it. Usually I, I start getting a little snippy, a little vicious, where I'm like, <laughs> what do these people think they're doing? And all of this kind of stuff when they get too close. And I'm like, you know what? There's plenty of beach for everybody. It exactly, though. Free. Go go to that part of the beach where there's plenty. It was fine. You know, we still had our space. I didn't get sand kicked on me. I didn't have some soccer ball go flying up at me. That yeah. is my fear though oh yeah is when um the kids start playing um all the games there were kids playing like football too and all of that right in front of us i'm like that's cool and all just please don't hit me when my eyes are closed and i'm just like sunbathing because that's gonna (laughs) startle and hurt and i'm gonna be angry about it but uh no it was it was fine we had plenty of space yeah they weren't that close really and it was, like, the first, like, really, really nice day. Like, it was our second beach day, but it was our first, like, let's go play in the water beach day. Yeah, we got a good we got a good ocean swim. Yeah. That was great. Second time in the ocean this year, but first time swimming because we did that. Uh, I can't call it a polar plunge. It we did, still was a polar plunge. We did the New Year's plunge. It was a polar plunge. Just, the water was cold. <laughs> Just oh, in other man. places, it's I a lot colder. I can't call that a polar plunge. I just can't. It was still January. The water was cold, but not as cold as Canada. 
No. And we know some people who jumped in some water in Canada, which is a polar plunge. That's insanity is what that is. It really, yeah, because I would never have done it when, when we were in the north. No. Anyway, beach day. Beach day. It was fun. That was about it. It really was. Yeah. I, they, they weren't that close, but it was still like, there's plenty of, you, you just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Because that's a good spot. Look, we can fit everybody in here. Just we can't all fit at the same time. Three of you have to be in the ocean while the rest of us are sitting here. Time for we'll socks switch. in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wrap my mind around that. It's so, it's such a, a weird. Doesn't make you feel weird. It's, it's like, you know, fingernails on a seatbelt or the chalkboard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it's one of those things. The socks in the sand. I just can't do it. But that's it. That's that's really all we had going on uh, for the week. So that, we're going to move right along. We'll jump into some random facts for uh, your week, your weekly dose of Did You Know? These ones are all right. All right. They're, they're just okay. Did you know there are more $2 bills in circulation right now than $100 bills? Huh. Okay. No, I did not know that. Kind of interesting. I didn't know that either. I wouldn't know that. I we went, I don't remember the last time we actually carried cash on a daily basis. No, I used to always like to have like a 20 on me just in case, whatever reason. A lot of times food trucks before used to just take cash. Um, yeah, now everybody's got the swipeys. I know. I was, I was actually thinking about it um, today because we've got a little bit of change. And I was like, oh, I want to take that to the bank and cash it in. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe we'll save up more. And it's like, no. Yeah, we, we don't use cash. Yeah, we're just picking bu- picking pennies up off yeah. the ground. That's the only way we're getting change nowadays. And that's about it. So, yeah, um, so would not would realize know? about the two dollar bills or the hundred dollar bills. I haven't seen either one in quite a while. Same, same. Uh, did you know honeybees pollinate about one third of America's crops? Did not know that. That's kind of cool. Makes a lot of sense with all the concern for the honeybee. Yeah. Uh, did you know Kiribati? is the only country in the world that is in all four hemispheres. I didn't know that was a country. It's made up of islands in the Pacific that are on both sides of the two lines that divide uh, the world in the, hemis- the international date line and the equator. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so, it, a, you know, a different island basically sits in each, which I think is still kind of cheating. If it was one landmass, it'd be a lot more impressive. It would be, but I'll, I mean, I'll take this. That's a... They got bragging rights. Also don't know if I'm saying it correctly either, but Kiribati. Hmm, okay. Yeah. All four hemispheres at once. Did you know Sir Paul McCartney would not let Weird Al Yankovic do a parody of Live and Let Die? Aw, why not? It was going to be called Chicken Pot Pie. <laughs> Missed uh-huh. opportunity, man. Well, you know. Should have let it happen. Sir Paul is famously a vegetarian. Yeah. You know, the only reason he did his appearance on The Simpsons was that they make Lisa a vegetarian and keep her a vegetarian for the rest of the show. Hmm. So that's a, that's a thing. So he wouldn't let Weird Al do it because of that. He didn't want uh, to promote eating meat. Okay. Which is a bummer. But, I mean, that would have been great. It would have. Chicken pot pie. Yeah. Bam, bam. Somebody else do it without his permission. That'd be great. I so, I so bad want that song now. I want to hear that. Uh, finally, did you know IKEA does about $1.8 billion every year in just food? IKEA? IKEA. They don't sell food. IKEA. You've never heard of their meatballs? No. 
Yeah, they have food. Apparently, 650 million people eat at their stores every year. I do not picture food when you picture Ikea. I just picture a box and you're going to put together furniture. Like, that's all I picture. I actually have never stepped foot in an Ikea. So that's probably why I don't realize that food is involved. But then it doesn't seem like it would be super appetizing food to me either in a, a furniture store. I don't know. Maybe it's like Costco. You know, with the idea of like just this giant warehouse, it's a furniture warehouse, but also here's some snacks. That's a great point. Here's some snacks. You have to put them together yourself and the instructions are impossible to follow. That's right. And they're in Swedish or whatever Ikea is. But I've I've heard about their meatballs, but I didn't know like you could actually eat in the store. Hmm. Today we learned. So, I mean, it it shouldn't surprise me. I I grew up with Kmart, you know, they always had the little thing. Cafe. The Kmart Cafe. Yeah, the little thing. Kmart Cafe, thank you. Came to the rescue with that one. And that's it. That is your weekly dose of Did You Know? Some random facts to get you through your week until the next episode. Not bad. Meh. Meh? Meh. Just meh. That's all you get from me. Meh. All right. right. Uh, Destination weddings are hit or miss. The people who are getting married like them. The people who have to go and use up a vacation time and funds to go to a wedding probably don't like them as much. No, not for the most part. I cannot remember if we talked about this already or, or not. Space weddings? No. We've not talked about space weddings? No. So these uh, are a po- Okay, we start over. A high-altitude balloon company called Space Perspective is doing wedding packages. Nope, not here for it. You don't want to get in a balloon and go all the way up? Nope. You just hang and out? And sorry for any of my friends who may get married and decide to do this. I ain't coming. Sorry. Honestly, if we had friends who were going to do this, I would go because it is a lot of money. As long as they're paying for it. Hmm. So space perspective, wedding packages. And this is uh, this is going to be a thing, like a legitimate thing soon. You're going to be seeing, you know, Instagram photos of weddings on the edge of space and stuff like that. Okay. They're, they're planning to start sending people up for weddings by the end of next year. Okay. So next Christmas 2024, going to be... The year of the space wedding photo on the internet. So they take you up 100,000 feet. You can launch from land or from a boat at sea, which, you know, I just want to throw that in on top of everything. Look, when you got money to blow, you got (laughs) money to blow. We want to go out to the middle of the ocean and then get in the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, Why not throw that on there, too? The whole thing lasts six hours, but most of it is just going up or back down. Perfect. Because it's about a two-hour ascent to get up to 100,000 feet. And it's the edge of space, too. So you don't even get a chance to be, like, weightless, floating around with your champagne. You know? That'd be fantastic. I'm not here for any of this. It sounds so stupid. It does. It's a little... It's what a, little a waste. Extra, right? So, uh, two hours. You get to t- uh, two hours to hang out, get married up in space. So it better be a short ceremony. If you're doing a whole two-hour ceremony, that's nonsense. That would be just horrible. Yeah. So, you know, 10 minutes at the most. Get hitched. Have some drinks flow. Look at the earth. Prove the flat earthers wrong. And then there you go. Then you slowly return. And then you splash down in the ocean, too. You know, that's the only part that I care cool. about. Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> You're here for the splash down. <laughs> the rest of it just sounds like just stupid. So what a waste be... of time, money, energy. 
Again, any of my friends doing this, I'm sorry, I ain't coming. It's no way. Even if you a, pay for it, no. You gotta be a rich friend and close friend too. So I'm pretty sure we're safe. I was gonna say we don't have any rich friends. Small wedding, so the capsule only seats eight plus the pilot. And one pilot for hundred thousand feet up with the balloon. I don't yeah, I don't like fine. that. I don't That'll that's be fine. Not enough people manning my life. Uh, $125,000 per guest. Okay, yeah, that's doable. They did the math for me. If you book all eight seats, a million dollars. Perfect. Just a cool mill. That's it. It's all it takes. You know, you find the right scratch off, you'll be fine. Uh, refundable deposit of $1,000 per guest to reserve a spot. $1,000. Because they want to be cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but if you, oh, I reserved my spots already. If you, uh, if you do want to need that money back, if you do want to be the first couple in space. You're not gonna be because uh, they already had a ton of requests and have already actually started booking. So stupid. The end of 2024. The beginning of space. The weddings. end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the beginning of the end. Space weddings. Soon you'll have extra room because it'll be an AI pilot too. How about that? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm going to trust that one, too. And the uh, the big news of this week, I think, I don't know, I think it's weird. Martha Stewart's going to be on Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. I saw it. I saw it, too. She looks good. She, she uh, earned it, though. So she did, like, a whole workout for a year before. Well, you kind of have to. It's Sports Illustrated. You got to look good. If you're not following, 81-year-old Martha Stewart is going to be one of the four Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover models this year. They're doing four, you know, one of the, those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, she does look really good. She does. It is a very, very low neckline. It is. A lot of, lot of 81-year-old cleavage. Yeah, but uh, they they propped her up pretty good. So She's set. She's fine. <laughs> they propped, did you say propped her up? <laughs> a lot of tape. A lot of tape in that swimsuit. Possibly, yeah. yeah no, Martha, Martha says she did the prep. Uh, she says, I didn't starve myself, but I didn't eat any bread or pasta for a couple of months. Wow. That's and, dedication. And and uh, she went to Pilates every other day. Wow. So she says she lives a clean life anyway. Good diet, good exercise, and healthy skincare can do all that stuff, she says. But it was kind of fun to be on the cover at my age, she said, was a challenge. And I think I met it. I think she did, too. She looks good. Yeah, she does. Can you imagine? Being 81 and be like, yeah, screw it. No bread and pasta. Look, I ain't going to make it to 81 as it is. <laughs> and if by some chance I do, there is no way I'm giving up pasta for more than a week. Um, Megan Fox, Brooks Nader, and Kim Petras, the other of the models that are featured for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. Martha Stewart was the right choice. <laughs> Martha Stewart. No. Interesting. Interesting. But again, if you uh, get a chance, check that check that cover out because, damn, Martin. yeah, all right. So last week we asked about stuff in your kitchen, the oldest thing in your kitchen that you still use, and I can just hear all the wise asses out there. You know, oh, my wife, my husband, you know, what have you, all that. Yeah. So love that nobody came with that on the Facebook page, except for maybe Snowman. Yeah. So what did he say? Because I'm kind of curious here, and why you keep. Uh... Kind of dancing around it. Because he said, my dishwasher. And then he commented, oh, wait, you said other than spouse. 
Ah, okay. Yeah. So, you know, exactly yeah, no. what I thought was we were going to get from 90 people. Snowman, um, just a heads up, uh, you lost all the bonus points, and even though you commented on Spotify, you still don't get those back. I know Luke mentioned earlier that you do, but you don't. He says you don't. Uh, he was one of the Spotify commenters, though. Also. I know. I just said that. Well, it a different comment. I know. Okay. So, yeah, well, I guess I was reading his comment when you said that. A Dutch oven that came across the plains with his pioneer ancestors. Well seasoned. Neat. Great answer, but still, you don't get those points back. All right. <laughs> I tried, Snowman. I just tried to blow it right off and all of that. Or something. Todd says a set of tongs that he bought from the Dollar Tree in 2012. You know, the one next door to KFC Taco Bell in Roswell. Perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely know what you're talking about. Fantastic. And, of course, tongs. It'll last forever. Quick, quick, quick. Love my tongs. I know. I Don't know. be afraid, though, fellas, to upgrade the tongs because it's just a great excuse to get new tongs. That's right. I love my tongs. Let's see here. Uh, Crazy Aunt Sherry. Nice to hear from Crazy Aunt Sherry. Yeah. First time in a while. She says, a rival crockpot received as a wedding gift in 1976. That's cool. She also added, shortly after the invention of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's great. I missed her. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty cool, too, you know. And those crockpots just last forever and ever and ever. I think in almost every ad- adult's, you know, every parent's house that I know, there's probably a crockpot from 1976 through 85. Why or get older. A new one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were made durable. They last forever. So why upgrade? And it's not like they get whooped on. They just, you know. Cook. Hold your stews. <laughs> Tina says a church key can opener from the 1960s. Wow. Yeah, that's old. That's awesome. And then it still gets used and all of that. Um, David says the wooden spoon used to stir Kool-Aid. Nice. That is fantastic. We had a giant plastic ladle. Did you? Yeah, and used it to taste the Kool-Aid to make sure you stirred it good. The ladle's a great idea. Yeah. That is awesome. Cause then, yep. Yep. Well, let me keep stirring a little bit longer. Needs more Take sugar. Another one. Yeah. Love it. You got you got to have the Kool-Aid spoon though, right? There was always the one whether it was because it changed color because of the Kool-Aid or because you just had to use the same thing. You had to use the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's great. There's always a Kool-Aid spoon. Yeah. So, my mom says Let me see if I do this math correctly. It would be my great-grandmother's rolling pin and my grandmother's pastry board. Wow. That's really cool. That's really cool. I love all the, you know, the old kitchen stuff. Uh, Paul says they still had have kid measuring spoons. <laughs> the multicolored plastic ones for teaspoon, etc. Says not sure if they're from his youth or the wife's, but they still use them. Those are for kids? Don't we have those? Well, is it the multicolored thing that makes them for kids? Or am I, I don't not, like the way this sounds. Am I not thinking of the right ones? Because we... Everything in our kitchen is multi. We purposely mismatch. Yeah. So everything's a different color. Hmm. Maybe the coffee maker was red. I'm just thinking about that now. <laughs> yes, a conversation from like last week. Our coffee maker broke, by the way. I don't know if we talked about that last episode. I don't remember. Just woke up one morning. Naomi's like, you're not having coffee today. Thought I was in trouble. But no, the coffee maker just... Died. Just kaput. Yeah. Uh, kid measuring spoons. Paul, I want to know. Send me pictures. Yeah. We'll make some kid measuring cups. Because <laughs> I think that might be the measuring cups we use. 
And I'm getting real insecure, but I think we both are. Yeah, a little uh, bit. That's great. Relika says her kitchen cabinets. Are very old. Okay. Oldest thing in your kitchen that you still use? That's a good answer. That's a Way really to good answer. think outside the box. Or, yeah. Or inside the cabinet. You were you were trying. You wanted to go there, didn't you? I did, but I stopped myself because it was stupid. Dad joke. I'm not doing this. Nope. I could see that in her eyes. So you know what? Take the ball and run. No. Nope. Uh, and and Brando says uh, his wife has some stuff from her great grandmother. She still uses because of the sentimental value of it. They have an awesome old cookie jar. That's cool. That is pretty cool. And yeah. Uh, and then he said just a set of dishes that used to belong to the great grandmother. The cookie jar he says is probably 70 years old at least. Wow. That's awesome. And as far as kitchen tools go, though, he says we keep those up to date for the most part. His tong collection has some pretty old ones in it, though. Of course. Of course. Three, four, five years. I'm telling you, I've got that uh, that's old That's old for tongs, you know? you got to upgrade. I'm trying to encourage everybody, giving you an excuse. Upgrade to tongs. To go get more tongs? Add to the tongs collection. You don't collection. need a collection of tongs. A set for each hand and one for the kids. Well, then there you go. Three. Three is more than enough. You have like 22 pairs of tongs. I do have a lot. I love them. Yeah. Way too many. There's no the flat tongs. Those are the there's best. There's no need for that many. Oh, I love them. That's probably one of the oldest things in our kitchen is one of the sets of tongs that are in there. Um, the item that I was talking about last week, do you have any idea what the oldest item in our kitchen is? Is it your soup bowl? No, but probably, maybe now, now that I think about it. <laughs> that is Whoops. an old bowl. I don't know, but I like, that's my ramen noodle bowl. I like using that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the uh, colander that we've got. Oh, the, pla- the yes, the plastic. is. Has that changed color at some point or is it, it supposed to be yellow? No, it's supposed to be white. All right. Um, it has changed color. It smells. It just needs to go. <laughs> I don't even know why it's still why? in our kitchen. Why do we have it? I, beats me, dude. Beats me at All this right. point. Like I thought about it the other day. I picked it up and I was like, I should just throw this out. And I'm like, the second I throw it out, I'm gonna need this. That's why something. we still have it. Yeah. That's why we still. But have it. like, we just need to go to the store and buy a new one. They got to be what, like 99 cents. I don't even. I wouldn't even know. I've never bought a colander. They're all me old either. And <laughs> I took that one from my house before I moved out of state, like more than ten years ago. Now. Wow. Yeah. 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 The uh, everybody's probably go. got an old piece of Tupperware or something like that. I, that's where I was. That's already go. got the stains and stuff, and yeah. it's like, why do you still own this? I don't yeah. know, because I like this bowl. You don't have to have the parties anywhere anymore to get new Tupperware. You know, just go get some new Tupperware. You don't I have know. to keep that stuff. But we do. We do. Yeah, we got one that I always put peppers in it because we put red peppers in there one time and it stained it. Gone. So, no, we keep it and just keep putting peppers in no, it. I mean, now it's gone. You can only put red things in it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you can't peppers put... <laughs> sauce. That one's gone. <laughs> you can't put anything normal in there. It's gone then in the it's dark like, side. Ooh, gross. <laughs> Gosh, we've got way too many containers like that. Uh, Brian says they had a uh, they have a 1950s butter knife that still gets used. A butter knife. A butter knife. All right. Would love to see the picture of that too. By the way. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can still... always send in pictures. Everybody. Yeah. Can send in pictures along with your stuff, especially in a situation like this. Speaking of the pictures, I do definitely want to see that cookie jar because that's cool. Yeah, Brando. That's Brando, too. What are you doing? You always send pictures. Yeah. I think. Maybe. I don't know. 
Anyway, <laughs> send, uh, send us the pictures because some of the older stuff I would definitely like to see. Not necessarily the cabinets, though. I believe you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 1950s butter knife. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, our stuff is just uh, it's just old plastic stuff that's falling apart. It is. It's stuff that you shouldn't keep when it's old. Like, understand keeping, like, a cookie jar. Or the butter knife might have, you know. Sentimental value. Yeah, whereas, like, a grandmother's or a great-grandfather's or something like that. Ours is Tupperware because we're lazy and don't want to go out and buy other Tupperware. Do, we, do I have any dishware like that that it's it's like nah that's that you know i i keep good care of that i don't want anybody using it my mom has like a this drinking glass that's got tweety bird on it that nobody's allowed to even look at hmm no i don't think we have anything like that we use everything we got i don't think i could add that to my dishes too where it's all sentimental and, and things like that where you know oh we have two mugs that we barely ever use from a brewery that no longer exists. Ah, okay. Crazy Willie's Brewery. Yeah. Yes. We still have those two mugs. Those are in our... We have... <laughs> for not having any cabinet space in our kitchen, we have one section that's all like beer and shot glass, drinkable things, whatever. Drinkware. We need a bigger place so that I can build my bar back up. That's what we need. Okay. But uh, yeah, there's those two mugs are in there, and uh, dating back to the, we used them once or twice in New Mexico, but they're they're more like decoration. Dating back to the year of our Lord, 2018. That's right. All the way back. So yeah, not not a ton of, of old stuff for us. That that bowl for you, and then the the old 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 calendar. That's gotta go. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll make sure we work on that soon. But yeah. we can't throw it out until we get a new one. Yeah, I know. That we'll I never know. remember to get. No. Until we have to use the calendar and we go, oh my God. Throw it away. This is so old. Why have we not replaced that? So good answers. Love them. Fantastic. Um, the old cookie jar. Pretty cool. I like that. Looking forward to answers for next week. This one, we're going to go back to, uh, to movies and TV. We'll stick with TV with this one, though, I think. So... We want you to name a TV character you would have saved from being killed off. Maud Flanders. Of course. Of course, I have to go Simpsons. Yeah. Right immediately, right there, right? But uh, yes. Yeah, so but name... you would save her? No, I just, it's the first thing I thought of because oh, okay. Simpsons. I was going to say, like, it's not like she added that much to the um, storyline. <laughs> no, definitely not. I, uh, Maud. What I kind of name is that, anyways? Maud. Maud. And then there's Maud. Ugh. Oh I'm going to have to think Sorry, on this one. Sorry, your name though. is Maud. Yeah. I think there's a, a good handful of TV shows that I've watched where, you know, inevitably characters were written off or something like that. I'm, I might I might pull from MASH. Keep there Henry you go. Blake alive. And, like, Henry Blake could have stayed alive and still left the show. That would have been fine, but having to write him out where he died and stuff, that's really sad. Spoiler alert, if you don't know that about MASH from the 70s. Yeah. but I don't think you have to say spoiler alert after like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, that's a good statute of limitations, I right? I think so. But yeah, so uh, that's what we're looking for for this week. Name, name a TV character you would have saved from being killed off. Really interested to see what shows we, we pick, what characters we pick. Yeah. Yep. And uh, what... What part of Star Wars Brandon goes to? That's right. Uh, so I'm gonna need a 
like five or six days to think about this. You need a couple? Have to, yeah. Have to think on it real hard. Yeah. I mean, we've watched enough TV, I think, together, and then you have over the years, but you got to come up with your favorites. Yeah. Some, some real good ones, not just like somebody who, who was just, you know, like on The Walking Dead, uh, you know, the one guy. Like, that's... No. They could have all died off. I'm done with them. <laughs> Do you know the fear The Walking Dead is still going? No, I didn't. I, um, again, whatever season we were watching, and then it was like, no, I'm just done with this. This that is was stupid. Just regular Walking Dead, and I don't think I got you to season three of that. Yeah, probably I not. I don't even think so. She was just like, no, I can't do this anymore. I lost so much interest. No. And, you know, okay, moving on to the next one then. Yeah. So we jumped into something else. But uh, name a TV character you would have saved from being killed off. Facebook page, Luke and Naomi on air. You can drop it on Spotify like Todd and Snowman did. Todd gets all the bonus points That's for doing that. <laughs> he swooped in and stole them all. That's right. Well Sorry, done. Sorry, Snowman. Well done. Uh, so, yeah, on the Spotify, on the Facebook page. Someday I'll put them back on YouTube, too. But for now, nice and centrally located. I like it. Facebook page, Spotify. And uh, that's uh, that's about it for all of the other stuff. Now, the part of the show that's actually in the name of the show, Naomi's Under a Rock Review. All right. Which I absolutely love the banana-na-na-na-na-na for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. It's very fitting. (laughs) Nice big, you know, explosion-y noise. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. So, I again, I have not seen this in the longest time. There was parts of it I totally forgot. So it was neat to watch it again. But uh, I, I was watching you out of the corner of my eye for the majority of this one. Really, I didn't fall asleep. But I uh, don't know. Your eyes look pretty heavy there for a little bit. We, uh, we decided to go super art house with What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Johnny Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio, Juliette Lewis, Mary Steenburgen. A lot of names in this movie. A lot of, I mean, all the way down the list, uh, John C. Riley's another one, Crispin Glover. I saw John C. Riley's name come up, and I'm like, get out of here. Is he going to be in every movie that we watch? He was in a lot. Oh, yeah. All right. Take it away. All right. So, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start with this movie, What's honestly. What's eating Gilbert Grape? All right, so Gilbert, Johnny Depp. You know, I'm here for this. It's Johnny Depp. So uh, lives in this tiny town. Seems like the town is kind of dying. I don't know, or at least his part of town is dying. He's working for a small grocery store that's, you know, barely gets any customers. Um, a grocery store chain has just moved in. So, you know, again, his part of town is basically dying. Uh, he's got a mentally challenged brother. He's got two sisters, his mom that hasn't left the house and, uh, like ages. Um, just sounds pretty rough. You know, sounds like, uh, the kind of day in day out monotony kind of situation. Sounds like it's going to be a real exciting movie at that point. That's right? right. Yes, absolutely. I'm on the edge of my seat at this moment. Um, so he drops off some groceries for some lady and starts making out with her, this older woman. Uh, but then her husband comes home. So I have a feeling like he's going to end up over at this house a lot. It didn't seem like a one time thing. Um, seems like Gilbert is basically always babysitting his mentally challenged brother has to take him to work with him, has to talk him down after he climbs the water tower, which apparently happens quite often. Oh, Arnie um, with the water tower, man. Yeah. Um, what a brave kid. 
you oh, know, yeah. climbing up there, and then like he's got one hand just waving off the side of the dang thing. Like at one point in the movie, I was scared. Like he's gonna fall off that water tower. That is gonna be how this story goes. Spoiler alert: that's not how the story goes. <laughs> All right. Um. So Gilbert's pretty mean about his mom. His mom's very overweight. Yeah. Uh, he was helping lift up the neighborhood kids to like peek in the window. And then, like, the kid runs off and is screaming, I seen her, I seen her, <laughs> you know? And he's all laughing about it. And his friend's basically like, you know, dude, that's not cool. Come on, man. What's your what mom, the- dude? Yeah, what the heck? Um, and, like, he's he's always saying mean things. He's calling her fat. He calls her a whale at one point, And it's like, dude, that's your, that's your mom. Um, all right. So now we're at another scene. We're back at the grocery store. Gilbert's pretending to sweep while spying on this girl. Um, that moment I, I did like a little like scene watching kind of thing. Like I'm checking out the set and all that. I'm enjoying the old bags of Pringles or, uh, Lay's and the old cans of Pringles yeah. and boxes of Tide and all that. I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, has nothing to do with the story, but I at least got my entertainment there. Right. Um, all right. So now Gilbert's going to help out this new girl in town. Um, she's on a bike. She gets a bunch of groceries, whatever. They put the bike in her, in the back of his truck, drops off the, uh, groceries for this lady. I have a feeling that, uh, the older lady that he has been hanging out with. Mary uh, Steenburgen. Yeah. She's probably going to be getting a little jealous here so i have a feeling you know all right this is gonna be the main love interest gilbert and becky which it took me until about the end of the movie to find out her name was becky <laughs> about 15 minutes to the end of the movie do they ever mention it or if I they do know. it's like once or twice i don't remember you know? her being like hey i'm becky yeah like and i've been trying if you've listened since the first review you know i'm bad with names this movie brought that full circle. Oh, yeah. Because the only name they say is Arnie a million times. And Gilbert. And Gilbert. Yeah. That's really? it. That's it. I don't I don't know what his mom's name is. It's I don't Ma- remember that. She's the- credited as Mama. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because they never mention her name. Um, I know they mentioned one of the sisters' names. I don't remember it. There's Amy, and uh, Amy was the oldest sister that's always cooking. And okay. And Ellen was the young one who was just a jerk. Yeah. I don't remember Ellen being mentioned. I remember Amy once or twice. I believe the opening scene where he's, you know, introducing you to the family, he mentions, you know, this Amy and then that's Ellen. Sure. But, but that's, that's it. Yeah. You know, the names don't come up a They're lot not in really this movie. For sure. So they don't come up a lot in this review either. You've got <laughs> old lady, new girl, Gilbert, um, the sisters, and Arnie. The house, basically. The housewife who was trying to get him in trouble. That's Betty. Betty Carver. That's her so, name. So I'm not going to be able to get that right anyways. Betty and Becky. That's right. The two love interest of the movie. Yeah, and yeah. The whole Mary Steenburgen thing with her being the desperate housewife or whatever yeah. you want to call that, it was just, it, it. I bumped into that so bad because. Just weird. She's, to me, you know, um, Doc's girlfriend in Back to the Future 3. And a sweetheart in and that one, you she's know? the mom in Step Brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, that's Mary Steenburgen for me. And it's just really weird to see her like that. Yeah. So that was a little jarring for me. I, didn't, I for some reason, didn't remember that that was her. Yeah. And it's just uh, very 
just crazy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back to the movie here. Um, so we get to a nice little dinner scene. Every time they have dinner, they have to bring the dining room table. It's not even a dining room table, but they bring the table into the living room. Yeah. Um, because the mom basically just spends all the time on the couch. Um, mom flips out at dinner. She starts stomping her foot and it looks like the floor is basically going to give out any second. Um, so while she's in the bathroom, Gilbert gets his electrician friend, handyman guy who apparently does it all. John Z. Riley. Yeah, to come look at it. Finds out it needs to be fixed, but they're being all like secret about this. Yeah. Which was weird too. Like the mom can't know that the house is about to cave in. I apparently uh, it's a sensitive issue in the grape house. I guess so. Uh didn't really understand that. Um all right, so, you know, there was a... The movie didn't seem to flow very well. It just kind of jumped from one piece to the next piece to the next piece. It's just, there you were, know... There were some some rough cuts there, you're right. Like Yeah, so it goes up. from, you know, hey, let's get this fixed house without your... Or get your house fixed without your mom knowing about it. And now Gilbert's being a little creepy and spying on the new girl in town, Becky, not Betty. Uh, the one he delivered groceries to. Well, the second one he delivered groceries to because he delivers groceries to both of them. Juliette Lewis. Uh, not the older lady with the kids. Uh, anyways, so they end up having dinner together, like picnic style. They end up going to get ice cream and hanging out, and they're in uh, a field looking up at the sky, kind of cutesy date night kind of thing. And um, Gilbert has to run. He's got to go home. Um He's got a, a family thing, I believe he says, and it's basically he's got to give Arnie a bath because that's like his chore. Um, so anyways, they're doing that. Stops in the middle of helping him uh, take a bath and was basically like, hey, you're a big boy. You can do this, right? And Arnie's like, yeah, you know, I got this. And not the same words. I don't even remember what he said, but, you know, basically, like, he could do this. He basically just repeated what Gilbert said because that's what Arnie does. Yeah. Um, So Gilbert leaves him and goes back to the field to hang out with the girl, which, you know, this is is definitely going to end bad. You can't leave your mentally challenged brother in a bathtub and think that, hey, nah, it's fine. He can handle it himself. He's never done it before. Um, (laughs) Well put. Yeah. Um, So... (laughs) This, all right, we got to jump to the next scene. That's basically just everything messed up in any possible way. Uh, so the first older woman, woman Betty, uh, wants Gilbert to come over. She's gotta de- uh, he's got to deliver groceries again, so he does. She starts messing around with him. She asks him to call her husband. And she's like, she's got like cookie dough on her finger. Yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, can you dial it for me? me? Yeah, you know, and he does. And, she didn't even and, tell him it was her husband. And But she won't she won't touch the, the phone or, or anything like that. Um, and so basically Gilbert is talking to the husband at this point, and she's messing around with him while he's talking to her husband, um, who wanted to speak with him already. Weirdo. Yeah. <sighs> She's yeah. just a weirdo. Yeah, it's, she wants to get caught. She wants that, um, I don't know, she wants that drama or something. Um, all right, so then Gilbert ends up driving to see the husband, 
who he thought, you know, like, oh, this guy's going to kill me. He knows something's going on. No, he's just trying to sell him insurance. (laughs) Then while all this is going on, the wife calls the husband because she's having issues at home. So the insurance guy has to run home. But that's not the end of it. He doesn't have the car. So Gilbert has to give him a ride. Like, that was the most climatic part of this entire movie, was what the heck is going to happen on here. Yeah. It was definitely tense. So then, you know, I'm assuming he's definitely getting caught in this mess, you know. He's driving the husband back to the home that he just came from and messed around with the wife, and it just, something's going to happen here. Well, no, she just burnt cookies and, you know, the dad gets all weird because the kids won't play in the pool and i don't know it's just such a weird that scene. whole scene was just nuts and he's yelling in the background the whole time <laughs> at one point i was laughing at it because i'm like this is just insane like this guy is psycho um and then on top of everything well like i had figured um arnie was not a big boy and couldn't get himself out of the tub uh so apparently he was there all night basically froze to death but not completely um all right so now we've got uh we've got some drama because the insurance guy um dies just up and dies up and dies uh betty definitely did it i don't care (laughs) there is no mention of it in the movie, but there doesn't need to be. Well, they're kind of they're talking about it in the diner, arguing over whether or not she did it. And she all definitely that did stuff. it. And, oh yeah, she killed you him. Know, and then how they fell. And Crispin Glover is being real weird because he's the Undertaker's. Yeah, you know, which is just creepy. Like I would not be his friend. It's no like the way. Only, the only job in the small town is the the you know the the mortuary or whatever. That his dad yeah, owns. that's awful. It, ugh, no, no, I would I would not talk to that guy. I would not be friends with him. He's Kind of creepy. Super weird. Yeah. So, that is just an odd character, like, really interesting addition to the movie. It's, it's funny as hell, honestly. But, like, think about it. The guy sells insurance. You know he left her with a buttload of money. And she obviously wasn't happy messing around behind his back and all that. Of course she killed him. Yep. Uh, so that just happened. <laughs> um, all right. Arnie goes running off again because he likes to do that all the time. This time he makes it to the top of the water tower, gets taken away by the police, and Gilbert's mom ends up leaving the house the first time in years to go get Arnie. Um, So they drive to the police station. She gets out of the vehicle. People are starting to gather. She goes in and just starts yelling for her son and all that kind of stuff, brings her son out. Um... And there is a crowd. Yeah. Because she's so big and, you know, everybody's staring. And I I did feel bad at that uh, point in the movie. Mm. Um, it just... Well, yeah. You know, it, it was... It's the first point in the movie where I think they were trying to get me to feel something, and I did. Because there was a lot of scenes where it was like I felt like it was trying to be more dramatic than it actually was. Um, but this this was actually kind of a bummer. They show you, like, the people's faces. They're pointing. They're laughing, all that. And then you see the mom, and she's just like, I'm just trying to get to the car. Just leave me alone kind there's of the thing. There's one lady who keeps looking and looking away and looking and looking away. It's so weird. And there's the old man who just blatantly takes a picture of her. Yeah, like, what the heck? Which is like, even more jarring watching a movie from, what is it, 1993 or something like that, where, you know, nobody had cameras at the time. And, and the one guy who does just, like, just blatantly take like come on yeah man. yeah 
All right. So, yeah, that happens. And, you know, it, it did make me feel bad. Um, all right. So the new girl in town, the uh, Becky, you know, they've been stranded in town um, because they, they've got one of those air streamer, whatever camper things um, in the truck. And uh, I guess the truck is missing a piece, a piece broke, whatever. Um, took them a, a week to order the part. For some reason it still didn't work. Finally works. Uh, so the truck can start. They're going to be leaving town soon. Um, my next note on here just says someone needs to give Arnie a bath. Obviously, he hasn't had a bath <laughs> since. Um, since Gilbert left him overnight in the tub. Yeah, so they just gave up. They're like, we're not going to wash this kid anymore, which is just horrific. Because, I mean, he's wearing the same clothes. Oh, he's man. dirty beyond belief. His face. Like, the kid looks sticky. Yeah. Whoever did, like, costume and makeup, they went for that one. They did Because an awesome I looked job. at that kid and was just like... <laughs> I would call Child Protective Services at that point. Like, somebody take this kid. It's yeah. kind of disgusting. Um, <laughs> it's just, And it just gets worse and worse. Like, it starts as just a little bit of dirt, and then it's more, and then it's just, ugh, ugh whatever. Yeah, it's it was, too much. It was really, by, by the last scene, you see him before he gets washed again. It's just filthy and disgusting. It's awful. It's yeah. horrible. All right. So we're getting ready for uh, Arnie's birthday party, which uh, he actually invited the new girl, Becky, to the party, um, which is funny because in one of uh, the first scene where they meet, uh, he basically is saying like, hey, I'm turning 18, all that stuff. I'm having a party. You're not invited. Um, and, you know, Gilbert's telling him, hey, that's that's mean. Don't don't act that way. All yeah. that kind of stuff. But anyways, um, so the new girl's invited. Uh, and of course, Gilbert obviously likes her. But decides to be a jerk about it for whatever reason. Teenage angst. I get, you know, it was, it was just stupid. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> it was. I felt like it was just uh, a reason to add drama. There was no reason for them to have this disagreement. But whatever. Uh, so anyway, Gilbert is trying to get uh, Arnie to finally take a bath which he obviously needed. Um, and he runs into the kitchen and he bumps his sister and ruins the birthday cake that she's been working so hard on it. And now she's not going to be able to make a new one in time. It's all this drama. So Gilbert goes to the grocery store, the, the grocery store chain, not the one he works for, uh, was Foodland. Super food? Oh, Foodland. That's Foodland to pick up a new cake. Of course, his boss sees him carrying out the cake from the grocery store and just looking at him like he's so hurt, like he's been betrayed or whatever. And yeah, it's like, first wounded. of all, why are you there? <laughs> he's just staking him out basically. Yeah. Too, yeah. But you know, poor guy though. I, I get it, but no, no, just, no, he didn't betray you. Cause he had to go get a cake. Does your grocery store have a cake? No. So there you go. Is yours even open? No, you're sitting in front of this one. Exactly. All right, so now they've got this brand new cake. Gilbert gets home, tries to get Arnie to take a bath. He's screaming, running around the house like he always does. Uh, Gilbert basically just gets fed up, slaps him around a few times, pushes him into the wall, and just kind of runs off. Well, drives off. Shortly after that, Arnie runs off, and now the sisters are out to basically find everyone because everyone ran off. Um, Arnie makes his way to Becky's house. This is so in my notes here it says Arnie made his way to the new girl's house, Becky or whatever. This is where I found <laughs> out that her name was Becky. 
We are Becky, at the end of you, the movie. You literally wrote down or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It says the new girl's house dot 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 Becky or whatever. Becky or whatever. Yeah, because I was kind of mad <laughs> that it took me this long to figure out who the heck this lady was. You learned her name uh, after Arnie did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So Arnie's over there. He jumps in the water, the pond. So at least he gets a little cleaned up there. Um, Gilbert ends up seeing that kind of sweet moment where Becky is basically talking him into jumping into the water. So he basically gets kind of sort of a bath cleaned up a little bit, I guess. Um, So Becky's going to walk Arnie home, but then the sisters pull up at that time. So, you know, they, they take Arnie. That's all good. Um, Becky sees Gilbert kind of hanging around the, the bushes like a creeper watching this whole thing. They end up spending the night together and all that. So, um, I don't know. Just weird. Just weird. <laughs> and that's the end of the review. No, no. <laughs> Wait, it gets worse. Because I'm not going to be surprised if that's how you end, just shaking your head going, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. But look it, like he is creeping on her. Like, creeping in the bushes, watching everything, and she's just basically like, hey, it's okay. Life is good. All right, let's go spend the night together by the pond. Like, no, it's like, what the hell are you doing here? Why are you spying? Like, this is a little creepy. You don't want to jump out when your your brother was here? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) So that's why, that's the whatever, and it's just weird. All right. So now it's time for Arnie's party officially. He's turning 18. Yay, all that stuff. Um, Arnie and Gilbert make up, so that's good. Gilbert talks with his mom, and she's like, please don't disappear again. Um, Honestly, at this point, I'm kind of hoping he does. Like, there is nothing left for him in this town. Um, Again, the, the crazy older lady that he was hanging out with for a little while, his friends are... You know, a, a guy who drives a hearse and a handyman who now works at Burger Barn. <laughs> like, there is nothing left for you here. You are spending all your energy taking care of your mentally challenged brother who you can't take care of anymore. I mean, you flipped out on him and it's just too much for you anyways. Like, don't listen to your mom. I know it's going to hurt, but just disappear leave but like he says to becky he had no place to go yeah well he should yeah go start a new life Find all that um i know his mom wants him there uh but there's there's no life for him in that town um so at this point i'm really just hoping he leaves uh even if it is painful for everyone so he decides to stay because <laughs> that's how this goes <laughs> Uh, his mom heads up the stairs. She's going upstairs for the first time in basically forever. This point, this is not a good idea. You can tell. I mean, she's she cannot make it up those stairs. The whole point, I'm like, she's she's going to fall backwards. Something's going to happen. The stairs are going to give way. I don't know. Something's going to happen. You can tell that it's coming up. Um, that didn't happen. She ended up passing away in her bed. So I guess her, her bedroom was always upstairs, just, you know, probably after the, the dad left that she never went back up there. Um, at this point, though, I, I really bumped into this. The scene with her passed out, passed out, uh, passed away, 
the the scene with her dead in the in her bed. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you can say dead. It's okay. She doesn't know. I. <laughs> it's sad. It is. It really is. But I feel like they stretched that out and tried to make it so much sadder than it was. It felt so forced. They're all hanging around in her bedroom. Well, it was sad for them. I, I get that. So you know, you were just seeing how. But they're the, it's and then they the, didn't know what to do. The scenes to, of them like switching places of one person sitting at like the bench at the end of the bed, one person sitting at the chair. Then they kind of move. Then one person is sobbing uncontrollably, and they're just kind of. It just. I, it just felt so forced. It really did. I thought by that point in the movie, it was just a fitting scene in the movie. It's like, yeah, this is about right with the rest of it. True. I won't argue with that part. Um, all right. So they decide they're going to burn down the house um, because they don't want a crowd to gather um, while their mother's body is being carried out of the house because they're not going to be able to carry her out of the house. At one point, they were saying that they were going to get a crane to get her out. Um, and the one girl starts like really crying about that. Um, Especially after, you know, just having to go downtown and then yeah, the people crowded yeah. around too. So yeah. they decide, nope, we're going to burn down the house. We're going to take all our furniture out of the house first um, and then burn the house down, which, again, did not think that they thought this through. Yeah. Um, now you got a bunch of stuff and nowhere to go. Yard sale or are you just living there now? Uh, yeah. Just outside? Didn't make a lot of sense. Um, and then, you know, Arnie and Gilbert meet up with Becky. She drives through town again, right before his 19th birthday. So every year, you know, the group of campers, campers come through town, you know, and so they just basically stop her and, and jump in and that's it. They ride off into the sunset. Done. You you have to imagine there was some sort of correspondence between Gilbert and Becky with the with the year that had gone by. Hey, right after you left, you'll never guess what happened, because right after she leaves, that's when the mom dies and they burn the damn house down. Well, it's not like they had cell phones, so you know they didn't call each other. Well, in in send the, a letter in the late eighties, early nineties, there was still communication, and what people did was say, hey. We don't have cell phones. Do you have a phone number that you can, you know, or an address where you're going? He just burned his house down. <laughs> she left before that happened. I mean, there's access to phones. I just. I happen to have a family member who existed until around the year 2000 without a telephone. You know what he did? Went to a neighbor's house. <laughs> I just, I don't see how they would have got in correspondence. I really don't. She's in a camper that doesn't have a landline. So what, she's going to a payphone to call him? Yes. He doesn't have a home anymore. Well, anymore, but there's still probably, you know, she knows that he works at the grocery store. She could try calling. We People used to do this. This is a Sounds thing. Sounds like a lot of work. It was a lot of work. It was all a right. pain in the ass. So fine. They corresponded with each other. I, I just, Listen. I am with you though, because there's absolutely they no They corresponded with each other. What even and all of, of a sudden... Him and Arnie are just gonna go. Hop in, Smithers. Yeah, uh, go with them wherever they're going now. I. Yeah, they're hitting the road. Oh, they're joining them. I mean, no reason for like you said. You wanted Gilbert to leave, so basically that ends nicely with with him leaving. I don't mean to be mean, but I wanted him to leave without Arnie and, and be free of yes know, the burden basically, which is sad. Uh, I mean, well, yeah. that's, that's how it's presented in the movie. Yes, you know. Well, because in the movie, yes, he is a burden. He yeah. is. 
That's the whole point. What's eating Gilbert Grape? The fact that he has to raise his brother. Yeah, and and that that his his, mom's huge. And his life just blows. Yeah. Yeah. So what else you got? That's it. That's Naomi shaking her head saying, I don't even know. No, my ending note was, looks like Arnie and Gilbert are going to go with Becky afterwards. Okay, then. (laughs) Okay. Really, though, what did they even rebuild? Is there a tent on the property? What happened to the furniture? Where are his sisters? I, like They didn't even bother. Uh, Peter Hedges is the person who wrote the novel, What's Eating Gilbert Peter, Grape. dude. He also wrote the screenplay. So dude, I, this leads Peter. me to believe that there are none of these answers in the damn novel. If anybody has read the novel, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, first of all, well done, because damn. Second, what happened to the furniture? <laughs> I That's just, our main concern at this point. What happened to the furniture? It wasn't even like, yeah, the sisters went and lived with Aunt. I'm sure this is my bad Johnny Depp impression, by the way. That was awful. Yeah, the sisters went and lived with Aunt, you know, so-and-so in, in the next town over and whatever. Oh, he did say the, the one. Uh, went to school. Went to school and the other one went and, and, and got did a job some. somewhere yeah. else. But that still doesn't, like, we, we just threw the land away. Yeah, basically. I and don't want furniture. that no more. They left the furniture there. I don't know. Amy kept the credenza. Again, bad Johnny Depp. I can't not. I'm sorry. I don't. It's I don't horrible. like it either. I don't like it either. I'm Stop. not a fan. Stop. All right. That's it. You got some questions for me at this point? We were somewhere in the middle of the desert. Stop. Okay. Uh-huh. So bad. Thank you for sitting through what's eating Gilbert Grape. This was uh, Naomi's choice, by the way. She looked through it the was. list and was like, "Hey, you know what Johnny sounds good?" Depp. It was Johnny Depp. <laughs> So I didn't even know, um, I didn't even know who else was in it, but I knew Johnny Depp was in it. I'm like, it's got to be good. It's Johnny Depp. Speaking of bad Johnny Depp, have you ever seen Cry Baby? No. Really? See, I don't know if that's a big enough. Our whole point of the Under a Rock reviews is movie that movies that pretty much everybody has seen. Uh, so I apologize too if you like this movie because it was obvious during the review what I felt like. I feel like. Growing up, everybody had seen this movie, and it was one of those where it's like, oh, yeah, it's a great movie. And it's like, you're full of shit. You just want to say that to sound like you think you know about it. It's not a great movie. I can't. Anyway, uh, thank you for watching uh, uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape and reviewing. And thank you for your review. I can't even say that with a straight face because I'm pretty sure I know where all this is headed. No, you don't. As uh, As we usually do after every Under a Rock review. We have some review questions just to poke and prod and see if we can jar anything else loose. Any other thoughts or whatever. First question always, did you like it? No. Shocker. Yeah. Didn't see that answer coming at all. I think I've only had like three movies so far that we've watched that I was like, no. Where do you rank it among Hocus Pocus and uh, the other one that you hated? (laughs) (laughs) Blazing Saddles. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's a loaded question. Um, it was, I think it was worse than Hocus Pocus. Really? Yeah. There no merit to it whatsoever, huh? Uh, Johnny Depp was the only good thing about it. All right. Uh, what did you know about what's eating Gilbert Grape going in? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely I nothing. did not realize it was such a like artsy kind of movie. I just again knew Johnny Depp was in it and was like, "Oh, this should be fun." I don't understand why they even made this. Like, hey, let's do a movie about some boring, I, horrible town and a dude who's got no future. I get, and then we'll not even show the future. 
I get that it's, you know, a story and it's just supposed to be, you know, a story about other people. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, a person and everybody's struggles and that kind of thing. That's fine. Doesn't make it a good movie. So having known absolutely nothing about it, what were your thoughts going in? Nothing. Hey, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, what I knew from this movie was um, the little blurb that shows up at the bottom of the screen yeah. when you go to play it, where it says something about a grocery store worker and his, you know, terrible life, basically. <laughs> yes, I was like, okay, that kind of sounds interesting. Let me tell you, that little blurb made it sound more interesting than it was. <laughs> I, I love it. No offense to Peter Hedges, by the way. Uh, I mean a little offense. I mean, <laughs> nice. That's how you do that. I'm I'm sorry. And I'm sorry if you liked the movie. If anybody did like this movie. If you did, please rewatch it. Because, come on. Yeah, rewatch it and try to figure out what happened to the furniture. Yeah, that's right. See, that's the most prying question we've got. See if they name Becky before the third act. Yeah, that's what I want to know. When do they actually mention her name for the first time? Because I'm sure they do, and I miss it at some point. But, you know, I need repetition, so I remember that stuff, especially to do these reviews. So what surprised you? Um, how bad it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving right that was, along. That was really uncalled for. Okay, um, I actually didn't know uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. Okay. Um, so I was a little surprised at that. I was a little surprised that he was playing a mentally challenged, um, person. Um, that, I guess those were the biggest surprises, honestly. Okay. Would you have liked it more or less if you saw it when you were younger and let's say 13? Oh, I would have hated it. (laughs) This is why I can't remember the, when I watched this because I watched it, it had to have been. Anywhere from, th- it, it was in my teens, but like early teens. Yeah. And it was just like, all my friends were like, oh, you got to watch it. And I think all my friends, not all of them, but a lot of friends were just like, for the novelty of, you know, mom being so big and stuff like that. I don't know the draw, especially to kids at that point. I feel like, um, and it reminds me, and I know it's not nothing like that, but like in high school and like my first classes in college where it was like you you read those novels and then you saw the uh the movie about it where you did um what is it um book reports uh of mice and men (laughs) um and ironweed and those kind of movies and stories and i feel like this fits in that category raising in the sun so i feel like if you're already on that mindset and you watch this, you might have had a different experience. It might have been like, oh, no, it was very artsy. Yes, it is a good story compared to just watching it out of the blue for entertainment. And you're like, no, this movie is terrible. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent point. So I apologize if that was you, if you were in one of those moments where you were reading these books and going, no, it's it is a good story. It possibly could have been, but watching it as an entertaining movie to review, no, it's not. No, I have it's to point not. Out, actually, I'll save that for a minute. Uh, okay. What was your favorite part? Um, I think, honestly, when Gilbert finally leaves town right at the end, um, just because... <laughs> so the ending. <laughs> <laughs> 
Stop. When it was over. You're making it sound worse. No, because, like, I wanted him to leave town. Like, his town sucked. Yeah. It was time for him to go. He had nothing left there. You know, um, I probably liked that the best. Um, I I just, I, I hated the family dynamic. You know, they're always fighting. And I felt like, you know, even some of it wasn't even worth fighting over. Oh, of course. Or being dramatic and... It's, you know, I bumped into a lot of those things throughout the entire movie where I don't know if it was just the way it was written or the way it was portrayed or whatever, where it was like, really? You guys are this mad over this? Like, chill yeah. out. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. So what would be your least favorite part? Oh, gosh. A lot of it. It's a tough one. It is. Um, again, the scene where the mom has died, and I felt like that was so dragged out and forced. Like, again, I know that's that's sad and everything, but I felt like it just, I don't know. It wasn't, like, believable that they were that sad over it. And it just, I don't know, it just bumped into that a lot, bumped into a lot of the movie altogether. Felt like there were scenes that was just, um, again, when uh, Becky and Gilbert get in their little their little fight because Arnie invites Becky to the birthday party he, and he Gilbert want her to go. yeah, and Gilbert wanted to meet his mom and, and see how he lives and stuff. Sure, but he ends up being a complete jerk about it. And it's like, look, this girl's leaving the next day. Like, what do you care at this point? Right. You know, um, all of that. Just there were so many, so many things that I just felt were. Just forced. Looking so forward forced. to the next couple of questions on this list. Oh, perfect. Would you recommend it to someone else who hasn't seen it? Um, I, I would if you heard of it and have never seen it. If you haven't heard of it and don't know anything about it, I wouldn't. Okay. Good. I, yeah. Well put. I, I like. Okay. Good answer. Uh, watch it again. No. <laughs> Stop. Absolutely not. Stop and watch if it's on TV? Yeah, no, that's not happening. Only if no. it's the last three minutes? Not even then, no. And nope. uh, finally, the big one, are you happy you watched it? <sighs> yes, I am happy that I watched it because now I can say I watched that movie. It was still a waste, though. Do you uh, recognize any, have you seen any you know, pop culture references of it? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, that's fine. And also, are you bummed would it have made it a little bit better if during the movie at some point somebody had said to Johnny Depp's character, what's eating you, Gilbert? Oh, yeah. It would absolutely <laughs> make it, like, just the smallest piece better. <laughs> if it's your first review or you just don't know, one of Naomi's favorite things about the movies is when they get the title into the movie. Yeah. Like the Green Mile. And she doesn't even care if it's like really bad and cheesy either. And I, oh, no, I no. think I think it seems sometimes like the cheesier the better for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the only time where it'd be like slightly considered a, ja a dad joke where it's okay. <laughs> What's eating you, Gilbert? Like that? I would have been like, yes, okay, <laughs> we've got a movie. Redemption for What's Eating Gilbert Great. Yeah, well... I, I wouldn't go that far. All right, there so. was no redeeming that movie. Again, I apologize if you do like that movie, but no. Everybody's just no. tuning in. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I can't wait to see if she likes <laughs> it. I just ripped it to pieces. Oh, man. All right. Uh, that is the Under a Rock review of What's Eating Gilbert Grape. That uh, Our foray into the art house movies 
not off to a great start. <laughs> so we'll, I'm gonna be sticking away from those a little bit. We'll have to to, to come back with some real bangers if we're gonna go. Uh, you know, wait, and I gotta ruin this for everybody too. Uh oh. I need to mention what our options were that oh, we were thinking no, about watching. Don't do that. I think we should go right ahead. Um, because I. I did not know what I wanted to watch, which I usually don't. But we watched What's Eating Gilbert Great over Braveheart, over Good Morning Vietnam. And what was the last one that we were considering? Oh, I can't remember right off the top of my head. Doesn't matter. But I, so I try not to, to influence Naomi on what she wants to watch that, you know, particular week. Sometimes there are like, hey, I would really like to see this movie again. We should do this for the show. Yeah. Which is like, okay. But generally it's, it's like, what are you feeling? You know, what kind of genre are you feeling? What would you like? Here's the list. Pick something out. So she'll pick out three or four. I'm trying to scroll through right now and see if I can find what it was that, what else we were looking for. But I don't know. doesn't matter. But um, what's eating Gilbert? Great. Beat out those other movies. For some reason. I apologize. For some reason. That's all right. We'll get Goodwill to those Hunting other Goodwill Hunting was the other one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goodwill. So we could have done Goodwill Hunting and done a, like, good <laughs> indie type. I don't know if you would call that an indie movie, but, you know, artsy type movie. Instead, we went with What's Eating Gil. Can only go up from here, though, right? That's right. And, I mean, again, Johnny Depp was in it, and he was okay. It's fine. DiCaprio was a great performance, too, which yeah. was just interesting to see that again for the first time in i mean you know forever years yeah, yeah for sure all right well uh we'll see what happens next week there yeah still don't know what we're gonna do next week you know of course if Something you better. uh if you want to suggest any movies hit us up anywhere you can find us luke and naomi on air you know just find somewhere on the facebook to put the comment of hey you guys should do this movie we'll add it to the list can't guarantee we'll do it the very next week but you know if she hasn't seen it We'll definitely add it to the list, the ever-growing list. That's right. Too. All right. Uh, time for thought of the day. Thought of the day. Thought of the day. It's your thought of the day. Thought of the day. That's a good one. Proud of that. Uh, you know, working on it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you can basically violate any culture's cuisine by putting ketchup on it. Yeah. Yeah, you really can, can't yes, you? Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah you Even can. Even our own. Yeah. All right. Some people yell at you if you put ketchup on a hot dog. How about that? Yeah. Wrap your mind around that one. Luke, you going to leave us with a laugh? I'm going to do my best shout-out again to Brian over in England for uh, all the homework he did last week, first of all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And for the 100 greatest dad jokes of all time, assembled by Victor Jr. Getting uh, getting down there on this one. We are in the lower third of this. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, we're getting down there. So I might have to resort back to going to the internet camp. I was going to say, why don't you go and buy your own book? It's yeah, been well, a while. That, you know, can't keep relying on Brian to I know. spend money on books and shipping. Yeah. Brian, don't spend any money on Luke. He doesn't deserve it. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, spending it on you, too. It's Luke and Naomi. That is true. Course. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know how much you enjoy these. <laughs> They're my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Never trust Adams. They make up everything. <sighs> so dumb. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, seven out of four people are bad with fractions. Sounds like you. So much. I had to throw yeah. that in there for today. And finally, uh, I saw a robbery at the Apple store the other day, so technically, I'm an eyewitness. 
I can't. Nailed it. I just can't. Nailed it. All right. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Thank you for sticking. Uh, I can't even. I can't. <laughs> That's it. This is it. We're ending the show That's this it. time. We're done. We're done. All over. See you tomorrow. What's eating Gilbert Grape done killed us. We died with mama. That's, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, hanging with us through 46 episodes is what I was trying to say. It's your first episode. Sorry. Yeah, I'm really sorry if this is your first. Um, please join us next time. I promise it'll be better. Or go back and watch a different one. You know, we, yeah. we, we Bill and Ted, something like that. Yeah, go that's a good one. Encino Man. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. You know, or even Blazing Saddles. No, don't do that one either. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Batman's a good one too. That was episode 41 just a Ooh, few weeks ago. Oh, I like ago. that one, yeah. But uh, check out the whole list. See, why didn't we do that? We should have watched a Batman movie. I was going to throw it out there, but you uh, you had some sort of artistic bent you were trying to. I guess. Next time, tell me no. We got Batman Returns coming up. That is one of the uh, the other ones on the list. We're going to get into Austin Powers eventually because Naomi hasn't seen those. Much to her chagrin. I know she's trying to, to uh, kind of put that off. As Way much as possible. Off. No, because there's so many jokes you just don't know because you haven't seen the Austin Powers movies. It's time to come to the, you know, if you only knew the power. Jeez. Anyway, uh, check out the full list of all the episodes anywhere you find the podcasts, of course, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify, the whole list. Tons of movies if you haven't, uh, if you haven't checked them all out. I'm Shout sorry. out to Paul who said he recently went back through and went through a ton of them. Oh, yeah, he had cool. he had a bunch of time to kill and just went through and. Well, we appreciate it. Definitely love yeah. that. Uh, share, 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 please, please, please. Luke and Naomi on air, pretty much anywhere you can find us. Just Google Luke and Naomi on air, we'll pop up. Find us on Facebook. Don't forget, uh, name a TV character you would have saved from being killed off. It wasn't Mama. <laughs> well, that's a movie, so we're gonna try. <laughs> Terrible terrible name i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm done i'm done <laughs> still still even though the movie you know you didn't you weren't the biggest fan of the movie it was still a hell of a lot of fun to watch to review to have the it conversation was. it was uh, absolutely love it join us next week for episode 47 don't know what we're reviewing yet but it should be better right yeah my fingers are crossed <laughs> <laughs> all right luke and naomi on air everywhere tell your friends have some fun this week and be excellent to each other. Love, Love you. Bye. bye.